0: Welcome to podcast number seven for rbm spokes this week we have michael vidovich who's an actor we met who filmed in a music video and also have done other side passion projects with michael he's acted all around cleveland and was featured in a piece we did uh, for shadow of the run and he's now residing in miami michael is known for his work on showtime's the good lord bird also on Netflix Wasp Network, and Investigation Discovery's Homicide Hunter. This week we've been busy with filming and concepting several projects. The challenge really has been making sure that we have all the pieces, parts in place to do multiple projects at once. Especially for a smaller shop, it's always a challenge to get not only you're all you're always in different phases of production, whether it be pre-production, production itself, and also post, and to be able to de- delegate and put people in the right place has been a challenge. But um, I'm learning day by day. I've also found that the people surrounding uh, me have have just really risen to the occasion and are improving through each and every one of these projects. The old adage that you just go out and shoot to get better isn't. The only thing we're trying to do, we're also trying to learn from our mistakes and breaking it down and at least debriefing after each shoot. Um, without further ado, let's talk to Michael, Michael Vidovich. Hey, so uh, what have you been up to now? Uh, I have
1: been, I've been working in a comedy club during the evenings, uh, I've been doing some stand-up. Uh, I, oh, have we started? <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I'm also a sponsor for uh, a dental company, um, which is, is kind of a cool thing. And, uh, I am pretty much doing a lot of acting in the, in the Southeast region of the country, pretty much. Uh, most of like, you know, a lot out of Atlanta, Orlando, uh, Miami, because, uh, I'm stationed in Miami right now. Uh, but I have, I have a place uh, I have a place that I stay in Atlanta, uh, and Orlando is only a four-hour drive.
0: So, staying as busy as possible. But you made the great uh, migration down to Miami, and 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 was that really a career choice or was that a personal choice? Or that was both. A, it, it was a career choice
1: that kind of turned, um, that kind of I guess fortuitously turned me into a, a unique spot. Um, I was recruited by the University of Miami, and. Uh, uh, and uh, unfortunately, I was to do brain research, um, and I lost my position there. And the only constant thing that I had going on was acting. Um, working in Cleveland, Ohio, you work for a period of time where you know you're you're going hard for a couple of months, and then there's a little bit of a downtime. Uh, during that downtime, you know that's when you, a lot of the actors they would do you know either do a lot of classes or you do a lot of your studying and uh and you would try to improve yourself you know and that's that's what i did writing reading you know all the all the all the things to improve me as an actor uh being in florida the the weather is just beautiful so uh i'm filming all year round uh and and for me you you guys you guys know me that i'm always like i'm always pushing for the next project because you you have to be because you're you're pretty much you're your own ceo and and you have to be able to Keep pushing forward to to make everything happen.
0: But in that um, I know you have been part of a kind of like is it a workshop or a comedy club that you were involved in? Is that how you made the connection and inserted yourself?
1: I was looking for a. Long story short, I was working. A, I was working a survival job in a fish market, um, and just trying to get a couple like nine to five uh, jobs to keep me afloat. So I was doing. Uh, I was delivering groceries um, during the day, and on uh, some of my like my off days and my evenings, and uh, and then I was working at a fish market. And then when I would get auditions, I was then you know I would bang those auditions out and you know hope for the best. I <laughs> I actually got a uh, uh, a gig on Showtime. Uh, that's going to be coming up. It's it's called The Good Lord Bird. Uh, it's a uh, a post Civil War. Uh, retelling of uh, John Brown's life, um, kind of more of a, a satirical look at it, and it's based off of the book same same name. And uh, I had my I had my gig there. I, I filmed for a couple of days. I was gone for about a week, and uh, I, I got fired in the airport. So I was like, Oh God, I got fired. There was a hurricane coming, so I'm like, Well, oh, see, so this, this all rolls out. Uh, started delivering groceries again, uh, and then. I was looking for new jobs ended up stopped at the uh, the Miami Improv and uh, applied for a job there and they were looking for security which is it just happened to work out at the right place at the right time so and for you know for me uh, and you know like the movie that we did together Shadow of the Run um, w- which was great I love it uh, still want to still want to make a feature of that that would be great but uh, anyways <laughs> sorry I like to beat dead
0: horses no it um it's but, something that we'd love to do.
1: Yeah. And uh, because it was, you guys did such a phenomenal job on it and the writing was spectacular. And, uh, and I, I really backed it. Plus working at the medical examiner's office at the time, um, it, was, it was great for me because I knew all of the history. So I knew, you know, I was like in that, that right headspace. But anyways...
0: But, but walking onto to those kind of sets, yeah. tell me about your break then when you were out working at the improv. Is that where you uh, it, got to know people or were introduced to certain people?
1: A, a lot of that, it's it's been networking. Um, you know, networking is such a key thing in this industry. And since Florida is, it's it's great, but the film industry is was on the decline because everything moved to Atlanta. And we're, uh, I had to figure out a way to be able to not, since I'm not in a major market, not living in the, you know, I'm in kind of an offshoot of the major market uh, that's still on the uprise. They do, they've gotten some tax breaks where there's million dollar movies and up, uh, and a lot of music videos, a lot of infomercials, and a lot of commercial work. Um, but, you know, for, for me, my, uh, my forte is more character actor, and that's where I've gotten a lot of my, my work.
0: Well, oh, I saw you were in a hockey commercial and, yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, also some other um, uh, other short works. And yeah. I think you were you on IDTV or? or
1: I, I, was, uh, I was. I did an episode of Homicide Hunter. Uh, I think it was like episode nine, uh, season nine, uh, Lady in Red. Uh, so that was like, that was fun. Uh, we shot that in Tennessee uh, in, a, in a few days and uh I got that through my agency uh b m g model and talent agency which was has been very good to me so far and uh um, I got that opportunity went and shot that in Tennessee for a while and uh it was I don't, it was good it was good times
0: was that one of your bigger roles then do you feel
1: one uh on t v yeah that's probably one of the bigger roles that I've had to date um the showtime one will be will be bigger uh Well, it should be at least at least more exposure since it's going to be on like a major, major network. Um, And I'm kind of I I shot a movie in Havana, Cuba, Uh, just did a small role there. It was called The Wasp Network. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of big, big stars in that. And that's like an A-list movie that showed at uh, actually showed at the Venice Film Festival. With, like, you know, the the second day, like, when, you know, the Joker played and, like, uh, I think that Brad Pitt movie, Astra, some of the fewer things. So I got the invite, but, you know, I'm still a poor actor. I can't make it there yet. You know, working my way there.
0: But at least you were there. Yeah. So uh, I'm very interested to see what the difference is uh, since, you know, we were... We're gearing this toward filmmakers on sure. what your experience was working on a smaller set because you worked on all sizes, whether yeah. it be a local, mm-hmm. uh, semi-national, and then um, yeah. a national set or a narrative set. Tell it's, me how what you felt uh, the differences were and you know uh, what your experiences were there.
1: In in the smaller uh, independent market, you know the, the biggest thing is uh, you it's an all hands on deck kind of a thing you know, uh, when you're in the smaller ones, because it's like you're, like, there's been times where, uh, like I shot, you know, like I'm shooting, I'm the lead actor, but then they're like, oh, you know, we need somebody to hold the boom. I don't care, I'll hold the boom. You know, if I'm not in the scene, or you need me for an eyeline, I don't care. It's, it's everybody coming together. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it's, I I'm, any way that I can help out, uh, that, you know, if my name is number one on the call sheet, if, if uh, you know, that you're setting the tone. So that's the way I've always looked at it as an actor. You're setting the tone, so you are you you have to exemplify
0: everything that you you know you you want the project to be. How so, do you contrast that to some of the bigger sets then?
1: Uh, the bigger sets they won't let you. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I worked um, I worked on a movie called Wake that was shot here in Cleveland. They had uh, they ran into some budget issues. Uh, they would filmed for about uh, about two weeks. And I was on for the full week, and the second week they were trying to splutter to get it going again, and that was with like uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Ben Kings, Sir Ben Kingsley, uh, Piper probably, you know, like bunch of big names, and uh, there, you know, I was like, well, do you, you know, I would say, well, do you want me to do this? And they're like, no, 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 that's their job. And I was like, oh, okay. So like that was kind of my introduction to that, where it's like. No, no, no. You, you're used to rolling on smaller sets. It's fine, but we, we have people for that. Did you, did
0: you have your own, uh, whether it be trailer or area or whatnot, uh, to kind of retreat to, or were you basically sitting in a chair kind of waiting for your turn to, to be called?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a trailer, you know, that you could go uh, in between scenes, and uh, you know, you get your you get your sides and what they're going to shoot the you know the shooting order of the list at the beginning of the day, and you kind of know where you're you're going to be. Um, but ultimately, if they were setting up in between shots, I would I would just go and sit on the side and make sure that I was prepared. And that's that's where like the the kind of the fun part of it is is you just to get to watch some of these you know masters at work. You know, I got I got a chance to just sit with uh, Sir Ben Kingsley, talk to him a little bit, but also watch him like, work and perform. And, and his head, getting into his headspace to be in that character, which was really a great, great opportunity.
0: Was there a thing that you felt like, man, maybe I'm in the bigs now, that uh, maybe, maybe I can actually do this? <laughs>
1: uh, there's, there's been a couple moments like that. Um, when, I, when I did the uh, Showtime gig, uh, which was great, they picked me up from my house. Uh, flew me from you know from Miami to Virginia. I, I filmed in Virginia. They took me to the airport. Like I th- I thought that was great. Uh, and then they they even you know gave me a ride home. I was like awesome. Yeah. Uh, in when I did the job in Cuba, uh, like they they gave me you know I got like a stipend, and you know if you go out and and experience Havana, Cuba, yeah, like the stipend that you would give you is is almost. It's almost embarrassing because, you know, the people there, they're they're struggling, you know. And so like the, you know, like the $60 that they would give me was like as much as these, you know, these, some of the people that, you know, like they could live on that for like a month. So it's, it's, it's a little, it's, it's humbling, you know, and where you, you know, so like for me, I just go out and hand out a couple bucks here and there and people like, you know. People enjoyed
0: it and I, I'm like, no skin off my back, you know? Well, how humbling is it that you were delivering food and the next thing you know, you're on these big sets. Have you been able to keep your uh, perspective?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I try to stay as grounded as possible. Um, you know, this is, it's a gift to be on any set. Uh, it's a gift to be, to, to get paid to do this work. Um, I, I know that I'm finally, I guess I getting to as a, as an artist and a performer, um, you, you kind of get to a point where you're like, you're, you never know if you're good enough, and, and some people will go, oh, you're, you're doing great, you're doing great, and then, you know, I always kind of go, ah. you know, I give them like the side eye because I'm like, all right, uh. but I feel like after years of doing the performance, you know, I feel like I've gaining up that self confidence that you need as an artist, um, but you you have to stay grounded. It's like I, I went from working a fish job to like working. You know, with with some big name actors, you know, in a series, I can't 100% like disclose all of the names,
0: but 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 did, uh, but did that put you in a right mindset while you were on while you were there uh, yeah. filming? How did how did that how did that make you uh, appreciate where you were and maybe even say, man, this is my shot. I've got to make the most of this.
1: I I try never to put that much pressure on it um, when because you don't you know, like ultimately they saw something in you they they casted you for a reason whether it's a look whether it's a delivery uh or the combination of the two my job is it's that it's a job i have to show up show up on time smile make sure i shake hands hit my marks hit my lines pay attention don't screw you know don't screw around and know when i'm when it's time to go so the um when I shot in the Wasp Network in Cuba, we were the, my, you know, like, uh, my scene was the first scene that we shot for the entire movie. So I was like, oh, God, no no pressure at all. (laughs) No pressure at all. Uh, But they were, like, the the director is amazing. Uh, uh, Olivier, is he's just great. Um, Like, he was, he just was like, play with the scene. He goes, he goes, you work with the guy. And he goes, you just keep playing with it and... And if I like what you have, I'll come and I'll give you a note. He goes, but if not, you just keep playing with it. How fun fun was that? Oh, my God, it's great. It's great uh, to have a director to be able to, you know, a director that is, is, he's well known. Uh, He had just won, you know, he had just won some awards previously at the Cannes Film Festival. And and he was supporting of the artist itself just to work with the material. Now, for me, I've had... um, I've had differences with, with directors that were like, I want you to deliver it like this, and say it like this, and I want you to do it like this every time. And I'm like, I'm not gonna give my best performance, so I can't do that for you, I'm sorry. It's you know? like you're in a box a so Yeah, be. yeah, I'm like, so you, some other actor can do that, that's fine, I go, that's not me personally. Like For me, I have to have it a little organic and a little
0: different in between, so that I get a touch of that moment or in that being. From a filmmaker's perspective, from our small little shoot to going to a big Hollywood type um, uh, presentation, d- did that intimidate you, or uh, how did you react uh, to your surroundings? Um, you you guys were very well organized, and I,
1: that's one of the things that I've like always said about like that. I loved working with you guys. Um, it's. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. It's it, it's a tough one for a, a number of different. Sorry, I just cracked my knuckles. Uh, that that's a tough one. It's allowed my, here. Yeah. It, oh, big knuckles. <laughs> uh, it, it's an interesting one because it's the same fundamental concept. You're going from one scene to another scene. If if a if a set runs very smoothly, which you guys you guys did, um, then you know what to expect. But when there's ones that don't run smoothly, is when you notice it. it you know, uh, yeah. maybe let me rephrase it. When it runs smoothly, it's not something you notice, whether it's big or small. Uh, but it, when it doesn't run smoothly is when you really notice that there's problems.
0: So what are you, what are you up to now? Are you working on any pro, uh, projects now that are uh, um, allowed to be disclosed, or you can speak in general um, terms if you can't disclose?
1: I have a, uh, I'm, I'm working on two like kind of smaller independent things uh, and still, uh, I guess you could say auditioning for some bigger roles. I can't talk about the bigger roles that I'm auditioning for. Um, some are on, you know, streaming services and some are going to be, uh, you know, that are, 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 being filmed by, you know, well-known people. Uh, but that's, that's really all I can say about that. Um, for me personally, I'm finishing up a, a project, uh, it's a it's a horror based uh, Christmas movie so it's called Santa Stein Nice. Uh, yeah I'm the I play the lead character of Santa Claus uh, and it's uh, a bunch of uh, college kids that are they have an incredibly unique eye uh, and they have some great equipment and they're they're really making it actually it looks nice you can kind of see it online Um I'm working on a, a comedy special, um, which is just going to be, it's going to be held at the Miami Improv and it's going to go over dark humor and, uh, years, uh, that I worked and the medical examiner's office. So I'm actually going to explain about autopsies. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's, it's unique and it's different. And from every comedian that I've talked to, nobody else is doing it. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I worked in doing autopsies for like 18 years.
0: Uh, those, ki- those kind of things are, are unique. Are you, running, are you running into a lot of people who are doing independent projects there?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a pretty decent scene uh, for independent projects. Um, uh, I'm also shooting like kind of like a small uh, short film um, that is called Good to the Last Drop. Um, I can talk about it a little bit and can tease it cause it's, you know, it's, just, I think it's just going to make the circuits and, uh, it's about a, it's about a guy that is grieving and, uh, he decided, he decides to take, um, the killer of a family member and clone them. And I don't want to give too much more, but he spends time with this person cloning them <laughs> it's a unique idea I, I really enjoy it and uh and uh you, yeah if 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 and when people really get a chance to see it it's it's something different
0: can you tell the temperature where we're heading as far as I, obviously stream services are, are are big now um and obviously television people think that'll always be around where do you think your work is is heading where do you think do you have a, a Uh, a feeling of that because that also helps sorry I'm joking (coughs) I'm trying uh. I'll 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 tee up I'll tee up (laughs) obviously the first time he's had bottled water well
1: I just like (laughs) he just did all that talking so I'm like I'm like oh
0: drink 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 All right. (coughs) uh, so um We've just resuscitated Michael again so we're we're back on and uh, talking about um what you know the future of uh of uh your work is where do you do you have a feeling of that
1: yeah uh, you know, that's uh that's where I'm still trying to gauge a lot um do i do I move into a bigger city um, for for me I guess the way that I'm looking at uh, how everything is kind of moving forward is it's gonna be heavily content-based, right? Because there's so many streaming services out there and there's so many ways that you have to generate uh, the content or people are attempting to generate the content. So it's ultimately not gonna matter where you're living, Uh, it's gonna be mattering where you can go to. So, uh, but you know, also keep in mind, there's also uh, the more tax breaks that you have, the individual has to live within a certain uh, radius of where the filming is to be really considered uh, to get X amount of dollars towards that incentive so that's something to keep in mind um, for me personally that's why like I have a place that I'm uh, I have a residence well I, I have a place that I could use as an address here in Cleveland uh, and I've looked into you know potentially getting some representation here for when there's movies here and I can I can stay with you know family members but I have uh, obviously I have a house in in Miami, and a place a place to stay in Atlanta. So,
0: is it, I, is it seven months then? Right, you need to maintain siti- uh, yeah. citizenship or yeah yeah for residence residency right yeah that's cool in 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 Florida to to, yeah. to take advantage of the tax uh, breaks there correct one thing we don't have yeah. you know, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so you're seeing it head in that direction. So you're not you're not making the great uh, other migration to the West Coast. You don't feel
1: not. Uh, you know, I got some really good advice. Uh, somebody was saying, you know, like why if you move out there, it's going to take you potentially ten years to make enough of the connections to really start being utilized. Um, if you can, if you can either start to make it, make your own content. Where you're being a, a draw, or or you're catching somebody's eye, or they're asking you, hey, come and meet us here, then that helps. There's no draw for people to go there unless you know that. That's the way that I'm looking at it. I'm an older. I'm you know I'm in my I'm forty early forties, so um, you know, and I'm later to the game. Whereas there's tons of younger younger guys that have that 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 period that they they can work through that and evolve. And that I'm I have to be a little bit. Smarter and strategic with my moves. That you makes know, sense, especially should, with family and whatnot. Yeah, I, sh- I sure as hell don't want to live out of my car, but that might be an option. Uh, but uh, I, I'm starting to make more connections in Hollywood, uh, especially with you know the comedians, and they're they're liking you know they like me uh, personally. So they're you know, I've gotten a couple invites to go to Hollywood and work on you know like do some podcasts or to help them out. Um, if by chance I got a uh, a good offer to to like be a personal assistant or something like that, I'd go. You know, and I'll work out the other stuff. So.
0: A lot of people have gotten to where they are through that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it was four years ago that we were basically rehearsing here in the studio uh, uh, for the part. How have you grown in four years? Oh gosh, um,
1: you know I, I branded myself as a uh, like a bad guy actor. And over, uh, I think since I did Project thirteen thirty seven with uh, Jason uh, Jason Wang and, and you know Kenny or Johnny, I don't know why I said Kenny, uh, he's gonna hear this I'm gonna be like oh the son of a but anyways, uh, it, but since since I started doing that project, it it gave me the versatility to show that you know that I can be a vulnerable actor because that's you know like I played Doctor you know Doctor Who, uh, yeah Doctor House sorry and. Uh, that gave me the I I guess the strength or the versatility to show that I can do many different things Uh, when I I went to Miami I started getting I I got a couple gigs doing I I got everybody wants a bad guy which is fine but you know I've I've played a father and I played a grieving father and then I have played like in a mix uh, in uh, a movie I did and it was just a 48-hour project but it received a lot of a lot of praise Uh, it was I played a, a killer. Uh, it was called Dial H for a health inspector, and I played a, a killer that kind of uh, charms, the, charms this, this investigator into letting his guards down and letting his guard down. I poison him, and the reason why I poison him is because uh, I'm a health inspector going around and killing all these people that have violated all of these rules. Then made unsafe food, because one of the places killed my daughter. So that's, you kind of learn that, and then at the end of the movie, you, uh, like I, I got into a good emotional zone where I, you know, I really cried, and you know, like I got, a, you know, got into that, that, that spot where I could show that it's not just about the murdering with like my character, that I can also get to that. So that helps to show my versatility as an actor, and that's why I've included it on my demo reel and stuff like that.
0: Any role models that you have right now in, um, in Hollywood?
1: Gosh, um, I, I, not, not a hundred percent, you know, like there's, there's little things and little uh, bits that I try to pick up from different actors, but you don't want to imitate anybody too much. You have to be your own, your own, your own thing. Um, so there's certain aspects that I've liked that I've always liked. Uh, I've always liked Paul, M- Paul Newman. Uh, I always liked Harrison Ford. Uh, I, I, enjoy Tom Hardy. Um, you know, to get to
0: those levels, it's, it, just takes you know that, that dedication and right place right time sometimes have you watched any of the movies that you'd want to uh, point out this year anything that uh either made it to the oscars or not is there anything that since we're around this season
1: yeah i, I know that sounds uh i know this sounds bad but like i i've i've only watched a few movies because i've i've been i've been so busy uh and that's that's my that uh, that's me like i haven't um I, I'm working on a script, so in my spare time I'm I'm writing. Uh I'm working on a comedy, uh, you know, like the comedy hour and uh, I, I really I've, the only thing I really like stopped out and watched is like I watched The Joker. Um I've watched a couple series on Netflix, like Living with Yourself with um Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah like that's great. And uh, uh and obviously like Ozark is it's an amazing show. Um uh, but those are really like the, the biggest things that I've really just watched, uh, and just here and there where I'm watching and uh, getting inspiration, so just old movies.
0: So you, you really don't, uh, it seems that you don't ever want to uh, pigeonhole yourself into any particular genre as far as acting, so you're not leaning toward any um, area, is that right?
1: No, no, well, at, for, for me, it's the best way for me to market myself is by a versatile actor. Um, I'm getting a lot of looks now in, in like, the, the bigger screen as a bad guy, and that's fine because that gives me the foot in. You know, if that gives me a way in, fine. I'll be everyone's bad guy. I'll be the next Alan Rickman, hopefully. Uh, but, yeah, uh, any, any way you can get your foot in the door and they people look at you, that's a, that's
0: fine by me. That's great. Um, Anything you want to uh, promote or or topics you want to talk about that we Um, have? I'm trying to promote
1: myself a little bit uh, so everybody can follow me or or do any of that other stuff. And (laughs) my Instagram uh, is called Morg Candy. Uh, It's a funny story because, like, uh, when I was doing... Brain research. They used to have these these plastic containers where you uh, we used to keep brains and stuff in them. You know, you would take the brain, you, susmet, you know, suspend them in formaldehyde, and you'd fix them for a couple of weeks, and then somebody would come back and they they slice them up and we cut them. Uh, and what I did is I had one on my desk as a candy bin, so people would come by and stop in and say hello, and that's where I had that as my candy dish, and I had it generically marked as like autopsy 105. You know, and then people go, I'm like, oh, you know, hey, you want a piece of candy? And they're like, what? And you buzzed open the brain bucket. And I was like, oh, it's my morgue candy. So that's essentially what
0: I used to use. So it's uh, any other social um, that you're on now?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I have like a, a fan page. Um, but I'm pretty much the most active on Instagram. You can kind of see some of the comedians that I'm working with. Uh, I'm going to be heading back to Miami, and I'm going to be working with uh, uh, Bob Saget this, uh, this Valentine's Day. And, um, gosh, we got Jeff, Jeff, Josh Wolf coming up, um, Andy Schultz, a uh, bunch, of, bunch of other comedians as, as time is, is going on. Miami, since it's, uh, since, uh, it's a lot of Espanol, um, where Tom Segura and uh, Joey Diaz are coming into town, and they're going to just do an all-Spanish show. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be
0: interesting. So do <laughs> you recall your first day on the set? And something you wish you would have known or brought or done. Is there something that you wish you would have done on your first day that you know now? Like, did you make any kind of rookie mistakes or or faux pas that that you look back on?
1: Um, Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I, I don't think that I have. Uh, I, I don't think that I have made any, like, mistakes where I was like, ooh, I, I shouldn't have done that. Maybe, maybe uh, I, I guess maybe this would be one is, like, don't, you know, like the director has his job, uh, and on a bigger set, that's not the director's job to know some of these things, so that's where you, you, you'd you go and talk to, like, you know, the the AD or, you know, somebody else.
0: There's definitely a chain of command. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, frankly, there's an unwritten rule that crew really should not, fraternize or talk to you know talent just yeah. for a lot of reasons and um i found you, that to be a
1: problem at times you I probably know.
0: were the opposite because you're yeah. a friendly guy you you don't yeah. mind talking to people and yeah. never think of yourself as you know their crew and really talent
1: anytime that, like somebody's like oh do you want to want me to get you a water i'm like sure you, you don't have to it's like right over there i'll <laughs> go get it <laughs> you know um yeah that's a thing uh, the and then especially like if if uh, as an actor I'm trying to get into a zone where I'm I want to get uh, like I have to come to like tears or any of that other stuff I have to get to emotional plays. I'm like you know I hate to be a dick but like just give me a little bit of space give me give me a couple minutes and I'll even ask the director I'm like just, just you know uh, the other thing is if if you know the scene is emotional I know that you know a lot of cast and crew have a job to do and they're they're rushing around to do their stuff but you know sometimes the quiet Helps, so you know that's that's always the tough part. But like I I get it, you know that's like there was one set where we had a limited amount of time. I had to get to tears. There were cars driving by. You had the crew like all, like everybody was like yelling and, and yelling at each other in the background, and I'm like just like I'm like oh god, I'm, like I'm trying to get to that that spot to be able to perform, and so it increases our time, so we're not we're not continually trying to do this take you know and i i want to do the best for the piece and then it can get frustrating if you if uh or you know like where you just have to be like look look i i need i need a moment to the director you know you go to the director and say i just need that moment just please give me some
0: space so that's great well i appreciate you coming down oh, God, and for and, me. and uh spending some time with us and i look forward to the work you're doing i really enjoy the collaboration and hopefully we we collaborate soon Uh, I'm really looking forward to working together again. That would be great. That would be my pleasure. All right, thanks again. Appreciate it. No no worries. Thank you. Thank you. That was Michael Vinovich. I look forward to seeing how he progresses throughout his career. He certainly has the passion and the right temperament to do this on a daily basis. Remember to like and subscribe, leave a rating, and comment. Until next time, goodbye.